by Abby, Brigham, Deacon, and Andrew. Uh, why do I have to do this? Nate grumbled as he turned the corner. He readjusted the towering stacks of papers in his arms and scanned the teacher's rooms, looking for Miss Meadows' room. Meadows, Meadows, Meadows. Squish. There was a spilled container of chicken nuggets and a few were on the ground. Ew, what is that? Is that a chicken nugget from Chick-fil-A? Great, now I have chicken nugget on the bottom of my shoe and I could be at home eating my own Chick-fil-A. <sighs> this is going to be great and I'm not even halfway done with the stack. After he finished picking up the chicken nuggets and the rebalancing the papers in his arms, he approached Miss Meadows' room and noticed the lights were off. Huh, that's weird. Did she go home? If she went home, then why is her door cracked? He turned his head down and saw a pair of what his mother would call church shoes. What in the world? He pushed the door open with his foot, and when his eyes met the sight before him, he dropped the stack of papers he held. Oh my, what is this? He must have been having a nightmare, because right before Nate's eyes was his literacy teacher, Mr. Young, lying dead on the floor. Somebody help! Hello? Who's there? Sparky! Mr. Young is dead! What Sparky saw next gave him no words. How did this happen? I don't know, I... Sparky looked down in disbelief as he saw the student with a knife in his hand. What is your name? I promise I did not do this. The knife was already here. You're coming with me. Sparky took Nate into the commons area to wait unto the police. After a few minutes, they arrived and hurried into the commons area from the front of the school. What is your name, kid? My name is Nate, and I go to the school. Well, we have been informed about a murder that has taken place at this location, and the caller tells us that you have committed the crime. No, no, I promise it wasn't me. I was just doing work for Miss Meadows, and I saw the body. Just then, Mr. Jimmy came walking into the commons area and was immediately shocked at the sight of the police. What has happened to attract so many police? This young fellow right here was found next to a dead body with a knife in his hand. Who was the person attacked? We aren't exactly sure, but the kid said it was Mr. Young. As the police started to walk off with Nate, Sparky asked him a question. If I could prove Nate's innocent, will he be set free? If you give us very valid evidence, then he will have a chance. Please, please, I'm innocent. Just let me free. Give me 24 hours and I will have the evidence. Sparky caught a glance of something on Nate's shoe, and it looked like it was a stepped-on chicken nugget. It just doesn't line up. Why would Nate have done anything to harm Mr. Young? There is something interesting here. The scratch marks on the floor. Another thing interesting is why there was a chicken nugget on the academics hall from the cafeteria. Many things raced through Sparky's mind as he had to find the solution fast. The scratches could have come from the knife. The scenario was thought out in his head perfectly. First, the killer took Mr. Young to the bathroom to kill him, then washed off the blood, and was then walking away when he heard someone coming and drop the knife on the floor, thus creating the marks on the floor. Who could the person be that avoided the scene of the crime? Sparky went home and dreamt of who that person could be. The next morning, Mr. Gibbs called a meeting in the cafeteria with all of the staff. So who was at the school at the time of the crime? A couple of people raised their hands, including some of the lunch ladies. We cleaned up the kitchen and left out the back of the school without hearing any screams. The only person I encountered during the scene was Mr. Jimmy, but Nate had a chicken nugget that had been squished on the bottom of his shoe. Can you explain that for me, lunch lady? I can't explain that, 
because we never go down that hall, especially with anything related to food with us. And besides, we haven't had nuggets for lunch in over a week. It wasn't me because I had to finish up writing the civics test. Then Sparky noticed something in Mr. Jimmy's front pocket. What's that in your front pocket, Jimmy? It, it's just my planner I use for certain things. Then it clicked in Sparky's head. Mr. Jimmy had ran to his room to hide from Nate, and upon the kill had stolen Mr. Young's planner. It's Mr. Jimmy! It's him! He's the killer! Okay, you got me. All I wanted was a planner. Just call the police and let them deal with me. The police arrived back at the school to see who Sparky had said was the real killer. Great job of finding out who, those clues and helping this kid out. It was the least I could do after I speculated that Nate didn't commit the crime. You will be rewarded today for your actions. There is no need. What makes me happy is the killer getting what he deserves. Later, during first period, Quay Cook was the substitute teacher for Mr. Young, and Nate was also in class and was as pale as a ghost. Everyone by now had heard of the murder and knew about what had happened to Nate as well as Mr. Jimmy. After class, Nate approached Sparky, who was walking down the hall next to his class. Thank you, Sparky, for doing what you did to get me out of the frame for murder. If it wasn't for you, I would be serving years upon years in jail. You're welcome, Nate. It was worth looking more into the crime because then I found out who the real killer was. And by the way, why was there a chicken nugget from the cafeteria on the bottom of your shoe when you were being walked out by the police? Oh, it was some random box of old Chick-fil-A nuggets that was spilled on the floor. Oh, okay. For a second, I thought it had been one of the lunch ladies that had come down this hall and killed Mr. Young and left behind a chicken nugget.